everyone, welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. I'm Daniel. And I'm Kayan. And today we're going to be discussing... Do you feel like you should disclose everything to your significant other? We're going to go into the general topic as well as um, past sexual sins. Before we begin, we're always going to start off like we always do with a prayer. Yep, let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, just thank you for another beautiful day of life. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to grow in, in closer relationship with you, a divine relationship. Help us to encounter you each and every day so we can better love you, better love ourselves and the people around us. Help us to glorify you in everything that we do and help us entrust in your love and your mercy and in your plan. As you say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. All God's angels and saints, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Ken, why are we talking about this topic today? So, we are talking about this topic because we had someone reach out to us, to our account, um, with a post that said, um, like, the actual question, do I need to disclose all my past sexual sins? Do I need to disclose my whole past, my history, um, with my significant other? And it's actually um, a very good question because it's something that I know I had to navigate when um, I started out being in a relationship with uh, my current boyfriend. And I'm pretty sure that every relationship wonders that too because all each of us has a past before mm-hmm. meeting our significant other. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um well, personally, I feel like we should all just go through and just our first our first thing off the bat. Do you feel like you have to disclose everything to your significant other? Daniel? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. I, I would say no. Okay. Not all the way. All the way, okay. Yeah. I would say yes. Um, coming from all my classes with psychology, sociology, social work, I see how everything from your past can really affect you in the future and because of that it, it affects your character it affects the way that you act it affects your behavior and even your own attitudes about certain things even when it comes to your own self-worth or the way that you just perceive your own body image or self-image so I do think that it does because if you are with your significant other um, and if you believe that that person will be the man or woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with like I think it's important to share all of yourself and all of yourself includes your past personally for me I mean I like how you're no you're yes for me it's more of like a maybe because for me it depends on the time (laughs) the time of like when you share stuff Mm -hmm. which is what we're discussing today y'all is like the timing when do we share stuff how much do we share stuff so see as you can see we all have differing opinions too but we're going to take it back and look at what some people in the church say about this so i don't know if you wanted to begin with yours sure i'm just gonna pull it up really quick from um my phone when i was doing research about this because like you know when we do this kind of podcast thing like we want to make sure that our information is biased or we get a full understanding and in order to do that we need to get um, other perspectives as well hence why we have so many different perspectives but here we are talking about it so um, something that um, a Catholic article said was 
one way to know if you should talk about something or not just in general you know if you should disclose something with someone is to look at the fruit of your decision like for example will you feel deceitful and would the other person feel betrayed if they found out or would talking about this subject um, only bring up things in the past that you feel you've already dealt with like that you've already been over and like it doesn't need to come up again or do you feel like by sharing all of this you would be able to um, behave in a way that's more that benefits your relationship you know that, that relationship with someone whether it's um, like best friend to best friend sharing something very intimate um, like a deep sexual wound that you've struggled with and that's why you disclose it for help or if you share it with um, a boyfriend or girlfriend you share like your past so that they know who um, other part like so that they know that you've been with other partners sexually because that could affect them the long run if they want to have kids or if they um, plan on having sex in the future after they get married so it really depends on the fruit of that situation. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, um, I think I'm I'm torn because I got like I agree with my sisters right here. <laughs> um, I think it's yes in terms of like you should tell what you've done. I guess I was saying no just to don't need to go in total detail of like how often or like what your favorite things that's to what do confession is for. Yeah, that's what <laughs> confession yeah. is for right yeah. that's what you tell jesus yeah. but i guess for sure yes the, the 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 no part of me was like just don't go in this super duper specifics your significant other the new one you're with doesn't need to know that but it should know like what did you do with that person how far did you go what did you give of yourself to them that you shouldn't have given prior to marriage and then what you struggle with yourself um as a single man or woman of God um, so let them know like she's saying like you know for me it's like I would tell a girlfriend yeah I struggle with pornography and masturbation so like, I tell her in advance so like she can know what she needs to pray for me and, uh, obviously I need to work on myself um, and so yeah tell, tell the person that you are now with like what you failed in the past how you're working on it now and how you hope to not do that with the new person you're with for me, when I when I saw this question, um, I took it. I didn't necessarily focus on the sexual sins, but for me, when I saw this question, it was more of the emotional oversharing that I wanted to touch on. So, uh, I personally don't think from from my own personal experience, but also from being a catechist for um, confirmation students who are freshmen and seniors in high school, to my cousins and my niece who are in high school. Um, I just see the disadvantages of oversharing. So when I looked at this question, that's what I wanted to touch on. It's more of emotionally giving too much of oneself. So um, I know you guys are talking on the sexual sins, but I just wanted to touch on this as well because I do agree that we do need to share to our significant other, at least the struggles. But again, I don't think the details of everything because sometimes that puts thoughts in people's minds mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, I know that personally happened to me in my previous relationship and I was like, oh, I did not need to know that. And now it's like, it, I just okay. felt like it was always like bugging me. Yeah, so um, I think for sure that has to be something to pray about. But going back to what I wanted to talk about, which is um, over emotional sharing, we can see how much this hurts people because for example, like, and this is again from, my, from the high school students that I know in my life, 
um, they share stuff like how there's so much betrayal or so much rumors going around because for example this one girl decided to tell her boyfriend at the time something and then they broke up because you know high school relationships don't really <laughs> they're, they're not the, they sometimes last a month or so yeah. and then that person spreads it and then it just goes all around and at the same time it goes back to well why did you share so much of yourself to that one person when you weren't even sure sure like they're gonna be the one that you're gonna have in the future mm-hmm. um and I think that's a very important thing to take even now because I think in our society now, um, and again, this could just be like because of my personal experience, like we tend to overshare. I don't know if that has to do with, again, I'm not, I didn't do study psychology or anything like that, but um, I didn't know if that had to do anything with the fact that like as humans we're lacking in something and we feel the need to overshare so that that person compensates. really really yeah compensates or like up. can really fill them up and be like oh you're missing in these areas let me be the one to fill you up which by the way only god can be the one <laughs> to fill you up yes. um you know so i'm trying to think of like why we do that but i do most definitely see that in our culture it's a lot of over emotionally sharing and when you over emotionally share that's that's like giving a part of yourself too i know people talk about all the time you know more premarital sex is a mortal sin well when you're also emotionally giving yourself up not just your body but emotionally i just feel like that already attaches you to a person who you're not even sure you're committed to because you're committed to someone when you get to engagement and then marriage before that it's it's a fair game for anyone you can break up at any time a very subtle and important word that you kept on saying was like attach. Mm-hmm. What I've learned from the classes that I've taken is that attachment theory is such a big part of um, the way that people who are older now as adults um, act. For example, imagine you were brought up as a child and um, your attachment to your mom wasn't as secure because. Um, maybe your mom like would leave you in daycare for too long or with other people and wouldn't be able to care for you as much and love you and like as you grow up that cultivates a part of you that still desires someone to love you to be to feel wanted um, similar with any like parental um, attachment where it's like either you're too um, you're too negotiable or you're too authoritative or you're too um, authoritarian um those kinds of attachment styles that really affects you as a person growing up not just in your romantic relationships but also in your friendships Mm -hmm. and with like other people that you meet in as acquaintances which um really contributes to how much you disclose to a person Mm -hmm. i think for me um like i've psychoanalyzed myself so many times (laughs) i'm gonna be honest um but i know that like growing up i really had a strong attachment to my parents especially like my dad um who like really took care of me in a way he was sometimes overprotective my mom on the other hand was a little more detached um i love her so much (laughs) though we got closer as we're adults now but like my dad um, because of that, I felt like I could open up so easily to any man or any boy mm-hmm. in the way that like I overshared. That's why like, y'all, a lot of my relationships before my current relationship were just te- texting relationships because <laughs> I just overshared. I would text, I would like share my feelings, my experiences. So that really, I, I think like really impacts the way that a person discloses and opens up as well. Um, that's why like I say personally, that's why I feel like yes. Because mm, okay. when you share about yourself, like, 
for example, your experiences with your parents growing up, that shows the other person how it like reflects how they'll act towards you. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, they say like, for me, like, oh, you're gonna end up marrying someone like your mom. For you guys, end up someone like your dad, right? Like. That the earthly relationship you have with the person who loved you first, at least like your parents loved you first, right? So that kind of reflects in the relationship you have with the significant other. I felt, I saw how um, I was treating my girlfriend. I loved her a lot, but I wasn't always treating my mom the same way. And so like through my ex-girlfriend, she helped me start love my mom more. And so I'm really grateful for that. Um, but attachment for sure is um, going back to that attachment is something that I think comes from a lack of trust and a lack of this fear of like I need to belong to something and we want to belong to things that will give us that satisfaction that that peace that love that 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 we're being heard but like the only person who truly cares about you is God no earthly person can satisfy what you're looking for but we try to put that on people and then we can wear that person out, we can stress them out, we can wear them down, because you're, you're giving them responsibilities that are only meant to be given to God. Mm. Um, and so, really work on loving yourself first. I think this is another thing too, is like loving yourself, being transparent with yourself, understanding what you struggle with, understanding what you struggled with in the past, with your previous relationship. I really, when it comes to relationships, not just significant other stuff like that, but just friendships. Two biggest things to me are transparency and trust. I need to trust that you have my best intentions because I have your best intentions. Um, that if I give you some information that's close to my heart, you won't share it to someone else. You don't have to give everyone everything. Give the people that truly care about you your heart. And those people that actually will pray for you and want you to get to heaven, those are the people that need that deserve to have a little glimpse of your heart. But ultimately, the only person who deserves everything of your heart is God. That's it. So remind yourself that um, spirit, emotional chastity or spiritual chastity, whatever, emotional chastity, I guess would say, where it's like really just protect what you have in your heart and not everyone needs to know everything. That's true. Yeah. Um, I wanted, going off on that, I wanted to share something. It's called, I got it from Father Theodore Smith, Opram. I don't know if you can see it. I think I'm saying that wrong. He's from, uh, from um, St. Michael's <laughs> Abbey, the Norbertines, located in Silverado, California. So he created this uh, little catechism on Catholic courtship. If you want a copy, let me know. I can hit up Father Theodore. Um, so there's something I did want to share, um, and I wanted also your thoughts on it, which is why um, basically, he, I mean, there's a lot going on in this book, but basically what he was sharing is like, how we shouldn't give too much of ourselves emotionally, as I mentioned earlier. And so this is from his paragraph called The Scars of Love Betrayed. Um, and I'm going to be picking bits and pieces because it's a long one. But the human heart was never created to experience the bitter pain of love betrayed. Yes, um, when the loved one dies, we experience the pain of loss. But we're our heart was never made to um, felt this this pain of betrayal um and how why does that happen because our our young hearts you know we're in love we give it to someone we give them everything when we say everything emotionally um and when it doesn't go through it's a way of being scarred it's a way of being burned um and so and anyone in a counterfeit relationship should set things right before somebody really gets hurt tell him or her that you have been deceived yourself so deceiving him came naturally enough. You mistook your feelings for true love. 
So what he's basically saying is, um, you know, you what you thought was real love, you just gave to someone else, but you realize it's not actually. You were just doing it because you wanted some fulfillment in this person. But I, I again, I feel like Daniel really summed that perfectly. Is like we're trying to fill ourselves with something that only God can fill us with, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, yeah, so that was my little thing on that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pass it to you, and then I'll continue on later. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah that's really important. I, I agree. Um, something that, based on, like, both of um, you guys, based on the things that you guys have been saying, um, I, I've had to, I've had a lot of growth. I've had to come to the understanding also that, like, I shouldn't share everything all at once. Um I think because like with my boyfriend, I've known him since I was five. So there's we have so much history. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, and I'm that's crazy. Since, oh, so we God. have so <laughs> we have so much history, and like disclosing just felt natural because we were already best friends. But um, thinking about it also, like there are things that um, you don't have to say all once or early on again because you're oversharing yourself and. Um, with that in mind, like something that the article said also is um, you don't have to share everything um, early on, but if you see like a proposal in the future, then like when it comes nearer to that time and w- if you see that it's relevant, especially to like an act that you two will be doing, such as sex, then like that's when maybe you should open up. Mm. But oh, yeah. again, if you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, if like you already overcame that struggle you already yeah. overcame that situation even like for example with depression if you suffered from depression and you enter this relationship um and you haven't dealt with it yet then like it's important to share that so that like your partner would be able to know ways to help you cope but if you have already overcome that and you feel stronger now mm-hmm. and you've been able to cope then it's not necessarily something that you have to say um off the bat because it may not show up in the future again yeah so it really depends on um a lot of self-perception and self-awareness and can i just comment on that too if you don't know and i don't know if we've mentioned this in any other episode but your marriage in the catholic church is not considered legit until you consummate with the person so if all those information for example if you're someone that has um that has had a vasectomy or you're you're unable to bear children you know this before um what i heard before and please correct me if i'm wrong but what i heard before from catechism is that you technically can't get married because you're going in knowing that you can't bear children and marriage is to procreate in unity unity so yeah that's that's like a whole other episode but i think i just want what i wanted to really emphasize is that like your marriage is not legit until you do the deed you know so so like that being said that's why it comes to the point where especially the if you're engaged or the proposal like yeah for sure tell the other person like um things that have really things of the sexual nature that have really like hurt you or like things that have gone on because um it's just really important to know as you're about to prepare for the sacrament of marriage and i think in a marriage um preparation courses i don't know i've never been but um, i think i think that they were preparing for that too breaking Breaking um i just wanted to share something too um again from father theodore smith um and it has to do with it it kind of like just bounces back a little bit to containing our emotions as well why we shouldn't just overshare everything 
Um, first, can I agree with you that I think growing up, I overshared not because I was close to my family, but because I wasn't close and I didn't have anyone to turn to. So again, I would turn to to boys, not men, boys. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so going on, it says. Um, so this is again from his book. It says. Whoever controls his own tongue can also control his entire body. Integrity of heart is, therefore, the secret to purity of body, because the first consummation of hearts longs to be fulfilled in the second consummation of bodies. What does that mean? That just basically means that, um, that just basically means that, obviously, when you're giving yourself emotionally, you're already attaching yourself to someone, you're creating this relationship. The only natural thing to follow would be to attach your bodies, which is why we're saying when it comes time to engagement marriage, that's when, um, you know, you, you really want to share more of yourself or you really want to wait until then. You don't want to do it on like your first date um, or like the first month of texting or whatever, because eventually what's natural that's going to follow along is the fulfillment, the heart longing to be fulfilled in the consummation of bodies. we could start wrapping up soon yeah. but um one more thing that i do want to add is um if any of you have this burning desire inside of you where you feel like you need to get something off of your chest then i do believe that that's god kind of placing that desire in your heart saying like maybe you should release this maybe you need healing from this maybe you need help or maybe you need just accountability for this because um yes it's important to um work things out and um seek healing and love yourself first as daniel said but know that you're not alone i think that's something mm -hmm. all of us struggle mm -hmm. with i know that i've struggled with it too until like i met these two and some other friends <laughs> where like i felt like i haven't had the virtuous friendship or the virtuous accountability that i needed in order to be able to disclose about this and share about myself where um, i need accountability in places that i failed in places where um i've, com I've committed wrongdoings so ultimately if the fruit um that will be born from um whatever conversation you have or something it is make sure that it helps contribute to you being the best version of yourself make sure that um it's something that will benefit you and benefit your future rather than something just in that moment something that'll just like um be off of impulse so really think things through really um, discern um, how much you should share and how much you should talk about and yeah yeah um, I guess to almost wrap it up uh, I, I just thought of right now we had a really deep conversation I don't know if you remember I remember yeah we had a really <laughs> deep conversation one time and we were just kind of talking about our past and when she said accountability I was like oh bingo like we've experienced that and so really find people who can hold you accountable and not just in the sexual realm of what you've failed in but any part of your life have someone who can hold you accountable so you don't make the same same mistakes she's my accountability yeah we did dating detox by uh lisa cotter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i ended up breaking up my boyfriend yeah. accountability <laughs> but it, it was a discernment it process was a discernment. yeah but accountability for yeah. sure for sure she kept me accountable um i would you know that's what friends are for
Okay, so <laughs> thank you again for tuning in to today's episode. Um, we hope you like it. Please be sure to share it, subscribe. We're on Spotify, RSS feed, YouTube. Not sure which platform you're listening to us to, but um, please feel free to just give us a shout out so we can just get you know more people to hear God's truth. And um, yeah, we'll be praying for you guys. So we're going to end this by saying Hail Mary in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I'm gonna patrice the Phillies for to Sancti. Yak out the land. Yak out. Woo! Woo!